What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. tea drinkers we are back with another episode of the tea with kg i'm your host kaylee grace and we have another amazing guest joining us this week the lovely beautiful talented kelsey whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. so happy to be here i'm so excited yay we're so excited to have you kelsey's literally been someone i've wanted to have on this podcast for forever so we finally got our schedules to match and here she is i can't wait Today, we are going to be talking about something very, very special, very raw, vulnerable, brave, courageous, all the things. It's going to be Kelsey's coming out story. I'm so honored that you're allowing me to share your beautiful light and your beautiful story with the world. It means a lot that you're honoring me with that because I know it's a big deal. And I just want to let you know I appreciate it a lot. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's so funny you say that because... Um... I'm going to start right off the bat with you were such a huge um, piece of my life that uh, gave me so much encouragement and inspiration to to come out. So um, I'm super honored that you asked me to be here and I'm really excited to, to share my story with you and Yay. all the tea drinkers. Oh my God, we're so excited to hear it. So a little backstory, Kelsey and I, we have been friends for, I don't even know, has it been 10 years? 2015? Almost 10 years. Yeah. Been eight. Beginning of 2000. Yeah. Or the end of 2014, I would say. Yeah. 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 So we met through work and we just like bonded immediately. It was just, again, another one of those soul connections. We've been besties ever since and just such an amazing part of my journey and my life as well. Like we've experienced so much together, like travel buddies and just life and just. It's just that perfect mix of like super fun, hilarious, like hilarious moments and also <laughs> such deep, deep connection and conversation and just, you know, growing and evolving and just finding our truths and just everything. It's just, it's just everything. Yeah. It's been an incredible eight years. And so it's crazy because it's only been eight years, but so much has happened in eight years so, so much oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. so much yeah. growth and divine timing and exploring different businesses who we are all the things like it's wild wild I just thought of our dogs too our dogs are I like besties what? she said that I literally thought of the dogs I don't know why that's so funny so our brains yep. it's so true we always are like thinking the same things or like we'll say the same things it's so funny and yeah our dogs are besties they're like three days apart Bella and Benson I miss them together they're so cute oh, I had to put her out with a bone because she was panting <laughs> my ear I was like okay my girl <laughs> you go for this. we're gonna be hearing that in the background <laughs> yeah 100%, 100% She's so funny. Bella would definitely be entertaining. She would. She makes the funniest noises. <laughs> yeah, she gives the best hug. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. So she's good. like so much love. Just love yeah. in a little golden package. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our babies are so sweet. They're so sweet. All right. So we're both Ramble McGee's. So we're gonna get right into it. There's gonna be a lot of squirrel braining because that's just how we do. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll start with the who are you and what do you do. Um, well, I am Kelsey Lavelli is my name, and I am from New Brunswick. That's where Kaylee and I met here in our hometown, our, our small town in Brunswick. And uh, what I do, my real job, my full-time real job, is uh, I work in finance for the federal government. And then my passion and what I love is uh, I breed 
dogs. I'm a dog breeder, and I also have a small business. Um, so I like to dabble in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a little boy. He's ten, and he's my whole world. And my little sunshine boy. Yeah. I love him. Oh, he loves you. He misses you so much. You guys have the very, very similar souls. Yeah, yeah we have a special bond. bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's so great. The best dance parties ever. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, he went to his first first dance? Yeah. Yeah. How was it? It was so good. You know what's funny is, well, you know, Kaylee, he's on the spectrum. He has autism. So he was a little nervous, um, which is actually a really good thing to see in in a child with autism because typically um, they can be in their own, you know, they're kind of their own world and their own bubble. So nice to see him. Um, express that even though sometimes that that's not a really fun emotion to have it's still a good emotion right to be nervous or or scared sometimes so I was you know what you're gonna have the best time be yourself like dance like nobody's watching and he called me after the dance and I opened FaceTime and he was sweating (laughs) I was like did you have fun buddy he was like oh I'm so hot and my feet hurt I was like perfect He definitely did it right. I can remember back in the day, if I didn't leave the club sweating and my feet hurting, I didn't do it right. So Right? I was like, yeah, you got that from your mama. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, he's so sweet. Okay, we could squirrel off on him too because he's just. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I know this story is definitely got lots of twists and turns along the way so we're gonna dive right in we're ready let it let us hear your beautiful coming out story okay let's do it um so this is my first time um telling my coming out story so i'm gonna try not to cry i'm feeling very emotional about it it's pride month um never yes pride thought, month i know um i never actually thought i'd tell any story so it's an emotional one for sure but i hope yeah. i can um, help some people out there that maybe you know still in the closet or um, don't have the support that they feel like you know they need so for me I was married to a man and I uh, had my son we got married in 2011 and uh, I always knew that I was attracted to women that has always been a thing for me I my first kiss was a girl not a guy so I was always attracted to women um, as long as I can remember. But I think growing up, not I think, I know, <laughs> growing up, I had a lot of internalized uh, homophobia due to my surroundings and not having an inclusive environment and that support that uh, I think that really could have benefited me back then. Um, so I didn't really see that. Like, I didn't really visualize being with a woman and building a life, you know, marrying, having children, all of that, I did not see that as an option. That was not a thing that we did back then. I didn't have any friends that were gay. I didn't know anybody that was gay, literally, um, when I was in high school. And I remember having secret crushes on girls and Mm -hmm. feeling shame for that, like feeling like that's not normal. Like you need to find a man, you need to get married, you need to have babies, you need to do what your family expects society yeah yeah exactly so in my head that's just what I needed to do and I had that it was very deep-rooted very very rooted so I knew that or I thought I knew that's what I had to do so that's what I did I went through high school I was in an uh, abusive toxic relationship with a man um, he was my first love and um, so there was a lot of uh, growth from that and uh then I lived in Ontario which is about a 12-hour drive from Brunswick for those of you in from the states <laughs> and may not know the uh geographics of, of the country it's about 12 hours so I was I was far from my family um with him he was in the military and it's and, so isolating when you're in abuse yeah. as well like it's it's tough for sure yeah it definitely was um and at that time I really it was just a very toxic environment. So I really didn't, although I did have experiences with women, I really wasn't fully able to be myself. So um, I did eventually leave that relationship and move back to New Brunswick where um, about a year later, I met my ex-husband who is um, my son's father. And 
I think from being in that toxic relationship um, and not really having a male uh, figure growing up where mm-hmm. I felt safe, yep. uh, meeting my ex was, is an amazing person yeah. um, and an amazing dad and feeling very safe with him. Oh, you would with him. Yeah. Very safe. He just has that safe energy. I don't know what it is. Like when he hugs you too, it's just like the best, like most comfort. Yeah. Bear comfort. Hug. That would be a good word. Yes. Yeah. A bear hug. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> yeah. And I felt safe and I knew that um, he was a good human and I knew the only, oh my goodness, I'm kind of trying to try. The only thing that I wanted when I was younger was to be a mom. Um, so, sorry. Oh, it's okay. Let it out, honey. So I knew that I wanted to be a mom and um, I wanted him to be the father of my children. But I was also hiding that part of me, right? That was very deep, deeply hidden and deep down. Um, Oh my goodness. I hope you can. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. This is what's beautiful. When we tell our stories, you know me, I'm a crier and I'm an emotional. So I think this is beautiful. It's just release and like, when you talk about things like that, that are so emotional and to your core and like so much feeling around it, it's, I find like, even sometimes when I talk about certain things, sometimes it's even when I look at Benson, I'm like, oh, like, I just, like, emotion. Right? yeah, yeah. So I totally get that. It's the, uh, those are beautiful emotions. So yeah, let them yeah. out. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, I knew I wanted him to be the father of my kids. He's an amazing dad and I made the best choice, um, yes. when it comes to that. And so, um, but we always had, he was more like a best friend. Um, yeah. we always had like that mutual respect, um, for each other and we still are really good friends, which is great. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't have that. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and we have a very, uh, healthy co-parenting you know relationship with our son um but there was always this disconnect this there was no obviously I'm not attracted to men I never have been and that was always something that I pushed down because I thought I had to right mm-hmm. but people were like oh you know he's really cute and I was like yeah he's cute I can appreciate a handsome man yeah a woman and, and you know that that was about the extent of it for me um but like when we would go out together, I would be looking at the women, not the men. Um, and so all these little things throughout the years would, they just were like hanging. This is the best way I can describe it. If you picture a clothesline um, and you're hanging a wet piece of clothing on the clothesline, it's going to start to weigh down, right? And yes. you're going to keep clipping things onto that clothesline and eventually it's going to break, right? That's and a great think, analogy. That's great. Yeah. I've heard tons of analogies. I haven't heard that one. I like that. Yeah, that's the way I picture it. Like every, all these little things, like I've been with women before and I've been with men and the way I felt with women and the way I felt with men and um, just these little hints over time. I'm like, okay, I always knew I was bisexual. I know I was attracted to women. And the more that time went on and the more I was healing from trauma and the more I was growing as a person, um, I started to realize that the reason why I didn't have this connection with all of my past relationships and even at the time my husband, um, which was heartbreaking to me because, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, we had a child. And so I still have a lot of, it's a, it's an ongoing process of healing. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Yes. Like you, I just want to touch on that part of your life. Like that was one of the brave, like you, I say this all the time, but I admire your strength and your bravery and your courage in that part of your life. Cause I remember being there for it and I know how scared you were and I know how like all the feelings you were feeling and I just knew I was like if you stay in this position like it's not good like same with me in past relationships I knew if I stayed there any longer it was not going to be good like it was just not the right it wasn't right for us like those places that we were and it's just I I I just want to bring light to how how I'm just so proud of you because you moved I don't want to say so quickly, but in a good way, like, cause you knew, you knew for so long and then you navigated it. And once you decided it didn't take you long to actually go for it. And I was just like, fuck yeah, girl. Cause like, yes, it's hurtful. Yes. It's painful. It's all the things. It's all those emotions of grieving, but it's always for the better, the good, you know, like your highest, what's the word I'm looking for? Like your highest good. Yeah. yeah. Most authentic self, right? And yeah. Like- yeah. 
when you're in the thick of it too, um, it's really hard to see the other side. And for me, I, it was oh, like yeah. a brick wall. I couldn't see yeah. the other side. I was Kaylee, when you say like you were there through it all and Kaylee was, and I need to touch on this too, <laughs> because I always need to, you know, be grateful. I always try to start my days with gratitude and, mm. um, because I think at the end of the day, um, being rooted in gratitude is, is so important. So for me, I'm so grateful for you. And I know that in that time where I, you were the very first person that I came out to as a lesbian. So, and I know for me, that weight lifted off my shoulders that I, I could say those words out loud. And I feel remember saying the words and being like, this is one so weird to say those words out loud because you have been thinking it for so many years, like feel that stuff push it down so to be able to yeah. feel to feel safe enough to say that yeah. to another human being meant so much to me so um, of course love is love baby yeah it really is it, it really is and um yeah so I told you and when I told you I was like okay it took a while. It did take a while. It seemed fast, but for me, it, it felt like a lifetime from the time I told yes. you to when I started telling our other close friends um, and my family, and that was a whole other monster. But um, yeah, so when I eventually did come out, it was by far the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I've yeah. been through like, I think, I, you know, I've been through a lot. I've been through mm-hmm. um domestic violence and I've been through um for my son we had to do fertility treatments so I I did seven IVF cycles for him and I've lost babies and um, yeah you know I've had a lot of that so but for me coming out was the hardest it was it's hard it's hard yeah when you're one a people pleaser I'm a retired people pleaser Mm. an empath I feel that yep (laughs) preach person again yeah so um it was very difficult um with that thought and that heaveness of letting people down right yes Um, and going against the grain and against what you've heard your whole life and like you know worrying like the shame and the all those things like the shame and the guilt was the 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 heaviest Um, yeah obviously clearly it's still there a little bit when you especially when you have a child I feel like um you feel that guilt of breaking up your family. And I know, mm-hmm. I know, I've met so many people that are in the same boat or that have been in the same boat, have had, you know, a similar story to mine. And um, so that guilt is, is, has been and is very heavy. But I will tell you, being on the other side of it now, um, and I can talk a little bit more about that whole process mm-hmm. and, and what that looked like, but being on the other side of it now was the best thing that I have ever done in my entire life. Like my son is, happy and loves my fiance and I have been blessed enough to find her in this world and I have no idea how I found my soulmate that's a whole other story I'm we need to share that because that's just like beautiful I we can't let us forget about that no yeah we we have to tell that story because that's like that's the goal right you want to be when you're closeted you feel like there is a thousand bricks sitting on your chest just want to be your authentic self want to be loved and coming out shouldn't be a thing it shouldn't be a thing at all mm. straight Preach. people just love who they want right it should be the exactly thing. exactly love is motherfucking love like it's like, I agree so much like yeah. you know hopefully one day I'm blessed to have human children of my own and like you know whatever they want whoever they are I'm like work it baby like you, you yeah. do you <laughs> like, that's right a good human and you're kind and you're contributing to society and you're putting up positive vibes and you're doing good things what does it matter who you love it exactly doesn't. It doesn't. love is the most beautiful I'm a lover like even you do the, there's like an archetype thing you can do there's like 12 of them I am a, it's literally I'm a lover <laughs> I love love so much Me so romantic too. when I hear love stories I just get so happy and it wouldn't even mean I mean and I'm in like the most beautiful partnership of my life but even when I was single I love the love stories like they're just beautiful and they're inspirational and who doesn't love love (laughs) it's funny that you say that and I knew this this conversation um I'm not gonna call it an interview because I feel like you and I (laughs) yeah it's just a conversation um and I feel like 
he had a squirrel brain already. What was I going to say with that? Um, what were we just talking about? Uh, being like loving love and being oh, yes. in good partners. Yeah. Right. Um, being romantic is where I was going. Mm. With that, is in my previous relationships, I've had romantic partners. And it always made me feel uncomfortable when somebody like, was, I'm serious. When somebody was, was romantic with me, I was like, oh my God, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I'm a lover. And now like my fiance, my wife, I call her my wife already. We're not married yeah. yet, but my fiance is so romantic. And I literally cry, like fall real tears. She's so just- romantic. Oh my God. Like, okay, I'm just going to say this. Before you guys got engaged, I knew what was going on because she showed me. I was bawling. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, she's (laughs) going to die. And, like, just the sweet little, like, the song choice and, like, this and this. I died. Like, well, we can tell the details once we get into that. But, oh, my God. So romantic. Yes. And it's because it wasn't the right person right that's why I see that now but like that's what I mean about the coastline like all these little things hanging and I don't mean to jump back and forth with the story but there's so many moving parts through it yeah yeah go for it it's just like reminding me of so many things and I know you were uh, you were there for the big like the majority of this and the the heaviness and the stress and the way stress manifests in my body specifically is not good um so that whole um, being closeted and being in a heterosexual relationship uh, and not being able to live my authentic true self, be my authentic self and live my um, best life was manifesting in physical weight. My health was deteriorating. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't eat without vomiting. I lost, like, I would, I think it was 70 pounds in four months. Um, I had a stroke. I, it was not good. Like, it was no. going to kill me. I knew it. Yep. I knew it was going to kill me. And I was like, I just was terrified. And I knew it was going to be so hard. It was going to be the hardest thing that I ever had to do. But, um, and I think that for me, you were a huge sounding board. And I knew it's so funny because I always felt the safest with my ex-husband because he, he is very amazing. And I felt safe with him. But for me, having you there as a sounding board <laughs> and knowing that I would, I was going to have to cut that, that tie, right? And to not feel alone. I was like, it's okay. I have you. Like, I have yes, her. Girl. You know? <laughs> so, if that, and for me, like, hearing my story is that's what I want to be to other people. Like, because yeah. you don't always have that support. You don't have those people that are going to be like, it's okay. I'm here. Like, yeah. It's going to be okay. You know, even if it's not okay right now, you have to go through it to come yes. out the other side. The only way out is through. Like, yeah. yeah. And I can remember us having these conversations, and I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, I love you. And I was like, I'm here for you. No matter what I got you. I was like, this is probably going to be the toughest thing you're ever going to do, but it's going to be so worth it. I was like, I know it's going to suck. It's going to suck balls right now. Well, I just got to make a joke. I'm like, you won't be sucking balls. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Reach girl. (laughs) But you know, like it's not going to be easy, but I think because I'm trying to think of the timeline when that happened. It was after my breakup, right? It was, we both went through ours at the, around the same time. It was right after, though. You went yeah. first. Um, yeah. And that, yeah. And I was like, I think, I think the reason I felt, well, no matter what, I would have felt comfortable saying it, but because I knew it because I was doing it right now. Like, I think right. that was why I was like, I just know. Because even like, you're still going to deal with pain and things are going to bubble up and all those things. But, the weight that's released, like you said, when you do it, if you can't even like, you can't even make up that feeling. Like, it's just like, cause you just know, and you're everyone who looks after you, your spirit guides, your angels, everyone is like, thank God. Like, right? like <laughs> yeah. and it just, it breaks my heart thinking about how, one, how long it took, but you know what? I was talking to my fiance about that yesterday, about the timing of everything and divine timing and, um, Divine timing is everything. Everything. And it's Mm -hmm. so hard to have faith. Whether you have faith, you know, and again, like, I feel like religion and politics a lot of time plays a part in the people that are fearful of coming out. And yes, whether you have faith in higher being and God in the universe, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, having that faith that it will work out 
and just trusting in the universe and divine timing because if I wouldn't have gone through all of that, I wouldn't know how to love her like she deserves how to be loved. And by Oh versa. my God, preach. Literally, you are in my brain as always. I was going to say the exact same thing. Like my man that I'm with now, I would not have been ready for him until yeah. I was, until we met. Oh my God, it's been like, it's just been a year now. So, but like literally oh, I would- I know, but I, given everything I went through and like that learning process of you get so uh, like dead set on this is what I want and this is what I, because some things you think you can deal with and then you go through it and you're like, nope, thought I, I thought I could deal with this, but I can't. And you get more defined in what exactly you're looking for. Because I think that's a key thing when you're looking for manifesting your partner or looking for your soulmate, your twin flame, whatever your journey happens to be in that way. When you go through life and go through those bad experiences, use them as a tool. Like you need to learn from that because you're going to get clear on, am I continuously dating the same person? Am I not with the right gender? Am I, you're going to know. And that's, Oh, I just love it so much because yeah. we 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 learn so much through that process, and then like you literally like what you just said, you get to the right person who you know you're supposed to be with, and not only that, but you got all the tools with you to know how to love and be loved yes. and everything. That the tool the tools are key, right? It's like starting life with an empty backpack. If you don't have the tools yeah. in your backpack, you're gonna struggle, right? And, and yeah, and you only get the tools from having a problem come up in front of you. Exactly. Sometimes we're all not blessed with, you know, having those people in our lives that have support that teach us tools because sometimes they don't have the tools either. Yeah, right. Like exactly. Have the tools. If they're taught a certain, you know, a certain thing, then that's going to come on to us. And it's breaking the cycle for me is something that I've been very passionate about. And I'm not me saying, too. Like, I love my parents. They are beings who have yes. hearts and souls, but they didn't have the tools, right? They were raised mm-hmm. a certain way just a society thing same thing yeah yeah and that's it when you can look at your parents no matter what trauma has happened as people with their own trauma and their own things it not saying that will necessarily happen and quickly or right away it might take a lot of time for you to get to that place but when you do I think that's a key part in the healing process as well it is it really is it's a beautiful thing it's a very difficult thing to to heal and go through all of this together because I know for example my mom when I came out to my mom um it was very very hard on her because she was very Mm -hmm. close with my ex and um she honestly stayed in bed for months she cried she stayed in bed so that was that was heavy on me but I knew that she was feeling at the same time right yeah and she has come leaps and bounds like she is she loves my fiance with her whole heart and soul like they are like best friends um so, but when I was in it, like in that moment, I can talk about that now because I'm on the other side, but in the moment, yes. it was so difficult and I did not think we would be where we are today. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember people saying like, just give it time, she'll come around. And I was like, I don't think she will. I think she's so heartbroken that I don't think she'll come around. And she did. And it just took time and yeah. it took healing and it took compassion and it took kindness and, and growth and all of those beautiful yeah. things that sometimes are intertwined with the very difficult feeling. Um, totally, so, totally. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing because so it's, it's been so much growth. You owning your truth, look at the growth it has. I, I don't know why I keep wanting to, I was going to say thrust upon the world. <laughs> but I'm like, stop using words like that, especially with me and you. We have very dirty Yeah, minds. I'm like, nope, not going there. I ain't biting that one. <laughs> I don't know why these words pop in my head sometimes, but you know what I mean? Like you owning yourself, you got to not only grow leaps and bounds within your own being, but all those people around you. It's just amazing. Yeah. in in those relationships, right. And even um, up to meeting my now current fiance, who is literally. Go Go get your girl. Okay, so let's just talk about that for a minute. We have to. Yeah, so I, when I met my um, now fiance, um, we were getting married next year. I'm so excited to marry my human. Oh my God, I love her so much, but I could talk about her for days. But um, when I met her initially, um, I was dating somebody 
And so I told her that right off the bat. I said uh, she had messaged me, split into my DMs, split it, split right in. <laughs> she thought that she liked. <laughs> and she slid right in, and uh, I told her right very second message I sent her. I said, you know, I'm I'm dating somebody. I'm always up for new friends because at that mm-hmm. time I was still very newly out of the closet. Oh yeah, yeah, still learning, yeah. still building yeah. that community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, still healing and still finding my place in the community. Cause I yeah, I have found like being. Um, where I am now is that a lot of times if you were straight straight in quotation marks for those that are listening uh <laughs> that sometimes um you're not as as welcomed um as people that are have been you know out of the closet for for a long right. time so I'm kind of finding my place in that um and have found so many amazing people in the community and um so when I when I did start talking to her I was looking for friends as well like I wasn't looking necessarily to even date at that time because I was still healing yeah. there was still a lot going on mm-hmm. um, and she'll agree to that and she's been so patient and, and amazing through that whole process and uh to me that just speaks to her character but um yeah so when we were friends first and but we knew instantly and like you and I for example you and I have a soul connection you can have yes connections with oh yeah people. friends family members yeah. animals yeah lovers exactly. yeah so I knew we both knew instantly. And when I say instantly, I knew instantly. I saw her photo. Know. I was like, yes. go get her. There she is. As soon as I saw her eyes, I don't know what it was, but oh. I was like, that's her. Go get her. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I knew I knew instantly with her that she was a soul connection. So I was like, yeah, I'm dating somebody, but I'm always down for new friends. And I vibe to, like, I just had yeah. some laugh. You know, we had great conversations. And the person that I was dating with at the time, um, was an amazing, amazing girl, and she was so sweet. Yeah. And but I knew that um, we weren't each other's person. Um, well, that's it. And like you yeah. guys had great moments. I think she was there for a reason. You definitely learned together, and it was that same thing though, like uh, knowing how to receive and give the love. Like, and sometimes it's just it literally it's nothing wrong with that person. Some people right. you're just not compatible with long term or whatever. They don't light you up in the same like when you're with that special person it literally blows everything else out of the water that you've ever had in your entire life like it's not an explicit like I can't even explain it sometimes with my own connection like what we have it's just I'm so grateful for it because I've never experienced like love like that and that's the difference right it really is yeah and that was hard and again like I think at the time I had I still had a lot of guilt from you know, what had happened with my ex and that whole thing. So um, mm. for me, I just had, I was just consumed with guilt, but I was just trying to be myself. I was just trying to love yeah. who I wanted to love, but also like um, stand by like my values and my beliefs mm-hmm. and who it was. And so um, we did break it off. And uh, Beth and I, I don't call her Beth, but everybody else. Is Beth, but <laughs> he and I, uh, my love and I uh, developed this, amazing relationship and um I decided to book a plane ticket to go see her because it was TikTok was how you guys connected right yeah yeah I'm forever grateful and people can say what they want about social media but I am forever grateful Mm -hmm. I never would have met her like I and I it it like it makes me panic I'm like (laughs) I never met her like she is my entire world like yes she's just such a huge um, light in my life and so I'm very, very I feel grateful. like where she came to you at the right you both came to each other at the right time yeah yeah and like she had to go through her stuff too you had to that's like any of us we all go through our own growth and relationships and then when it's right it's like hey hey <laughs> it's just, and it's so funny because well, you know what people say when you know you know and mm-hmm. like things out there you're like okay whatever the but cliche you, <laughs> yes cliche but I'm telling you I am telling everybody out there listening, watching on YouTube, whatever. When you know, you know. And if your gut is telling you that it is not right, that something is off, that is your soul screaming at you. Listen to your soul. Yep. And Listen stop giving it. your your people reason. Like when they are pro- when you're when they're doing stuff that doesn't align with you, stop giving them opportunities to prove themselves correct. If they're showing yeah. you exactly who they are, you're not yeah. going to change them. Don't try to change them because you know what? They may be perfect for whoever their person is, just as they are. 
Yes, free. I love that. And it's so true because they're not a bad person. They're just yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we met on TikTok, face flooded my DMs and and uh anyway, eventually I, I booked a flight and there's a few defining moments for me with her. Um she had sent me, it was about probably two weeks after we started dating officially, um, she had sent me her sweater in the mail and she sprayed her Oh, clothes. I remember this. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. What about the necklace? Was that there too? Yeah. Yeah. I took it off actually. Um, cause I showered. I don't like to wear it cause I don't want to ruin it anyway. So she sent me, the necklace was after the sweater. So she sent me a okay. Michigan sweater. She's from Michigan. Um, she, uh, sent me that. And I remember opening the box it with her cologne and I opened the box oh. and it was it was the weirdest feeling it was like I smelled it before stop so, oh my god I'm telling you it, it, all of these like I have so many weird signs and things with her like I opened yeah. the box and, and I lost it I was sitting in my jeep in the mailbox the ball because it was a weird feeling like I knew I just knew oh, it hurt. I knew it I believe it yeah yeah and so and I remember when my ex and I the girl that I was dating and I broke up and I talked to you about it and I was like this is how I feel with my ex. this is how I feel with me and I explained to you like this is mm-hmm. how I'm feeling like I need to bounce these things off of you because we're best friends and that's what we do um mm-hmm. and I remember you saying without even commenting on anything <laughs> I just said you literally said three words four words go get your girl <laughs> go get your girl and I will never forget it. And I was like, because I was scared. She lived in Michigan. I was like, this can never work. Long distance can never work. Yes. Um, we met on TikTok. Like, this is crazy. Like, you know, and here we are, uh, you know, a year and some later. And she is living with me. She's not right now. She's back in Michigan. But, and my son is so head over heels in love with her. And yes. we're married. And it's just a true testament to don't put boundaries on locations and people and gender and you never know mm-hmm. who's out there. Right? And when it's right, you're going to make it work. Like exactly. there may be obstacles. That's life. That's anything. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're in a soulmate or a twin flame connection, there is going to be obstacles. That's human experience, right? Like we can't, we're still a soul and a body here to experience things. So I think that's something good to mention too when people think, oh, every, I'm again romantic over here. Of course, we want the fairy tale, yeah. but that's just not reality. But when you can approach those obstacles with like that problem solving mentality of like, well, it doesn't matter. I love you and we're, we're it. So let's just make it work and you'll figure it out. And it's great. Yeah. And at the end of the day, and that's still, and we're still long distance right now. Like she was here, you can only stay in Canada for six months. So she was here for a very long time and it was, amazing and yeah um, I'm heading there on Friday I can't wait to see her and um but we have known like every obstacle and she was going through a healing journey too when we met yes of you course. know she had her own stuff going on so but we always knew that at our core like she has such a beautiful soul and um is such a good human being just at her core as a person like not my wife, oh yeah and like you can feel that like her and I like I mean I we haven't met in person yet but I have tears in my eyes right now I know you can even just talking to her like on voice message or video or whatever you can just feel it you can just feel that with people and like oh my god like legit when she was going to propose to you and stuff she like sent me the ring and I well no she said something the way she set it up and I can still think of the I can picture the messages she I don't know how she what she said but then it clicked in my head what she was gonna do and I was like oh yeah I remember her showing me the message after she she was like Kaylee knows your mom knows I was like I'm sorry what You weren't, and I was like, none of us can say anything because, like, it was the biggest surprise. And what she planned was so fucking romantic. I was dying. I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, what? I know. Oh my gosh, it was just incredible. And she had, like, for people that are listening, they obviously they can't see us right now. But um, 
I, that, this is my first trip to see her in person. So we had been, we had FaceTimed every day. We slept on FaceTime. Like we were like attached at the hip. We were in love. We were best friends. We were all of the things that we knew. Like we had talked about marriage, kids, our future. Like we knew right off the bat. And so um, for me, I knew that this was my person. I knew I was going to be with her until I was old. I loved her in this life. I'm going to love her in the next. I loved her yes. in previous lives. Like all of the things. Um, so when I went to meet her, Oh, I have to tell this. I tell this little story. When I went to meet her, <laughs> she's so sweet and timid, and I am clearly not. Timid. <laughs> and so I was more excited. I was like, "Woo! I'm so excited to meet my human and see her and just love on her and hug her." And the poor thing was so nervous. Kaylee, she was like sweating. Oh my god, she was in the the basement of the or the apartment of the airport waiting for my bags. And I remember it was like a movie. I got off the plane and I was texting her and I was like, I'm here. And she was like, Oh my God, I think I'm going to run. I'm going to die. I'm going to faint. I'm not sure. <laughs> but like, like, I'm stressing. I was like, baby, it's okay. Like I'm coming. As soon as I'm in your arms, all of that's going to leave. Right. Like fuck, it's a weird thing nowadays to build a relationship on FaceTime and, yeah. and whatever. And people sometimes are skeptical of that. They're like, okay, it's, you know, it's not real. It's social media. It's whatever. But it was very real for us. Mm -hmm. Connection, connection. Yeah. And like, you know what? Before social media, people wrote letters. Yeah, exactly. And it like, yeah. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) That's right. And people are scared of of different, right? Yeah. It's different, but it was a very palpable connection for us. And so it was like a movie I was like got off the plane and I was walking and I was fine like I was a little nervous but I was excited and so I'm pulling my little suitcase behind me and I'm going down the escalator and my biggest thing was like I need to see her first because I didn't want to surprise I didn't want her to like pop out from behind a (laughs) pillar I I would be like that too I would be like I need to get my eye on the target and okay and now I'm good because I was like I'm gonna trip I'm gonna do something stupid. Like so I was like, I need to I need to see her. So I did. I spotted her first. Because she was texting me. Um yes. so I was coming in the escalator and I saw her. She was leaning up against like a, a pillar and or a post. And then so I was walking and I was just waiting for her to look at me, like to see me. And she made eye contact. And I seen her like breathe out. She was like <sighs> and she looked down and she started walking the other way. And I was like, that bitch is gonna run. She go run. Oh, so I texted her. I said, I'll catch you. You can try and run, but I'm going to catch you. <laughs> so obviously she didn't run. And she turned around and I just ran and I, I jumped in her arms. And and uh, it was, like I said, all of that stress just went away and that nervousness. And yeah, and the rest is history. We've been attached to the hip ever since. And yeah, we're getting married. Oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so good. Like it literally is like a fairy tale movie. <laughs> I know a modern day fairy tale (laughs) is and but at the same time like I just want to again reiterate that I back when I was going to the thick of it and when I was in the closet and when I was trying to figure out what because in the beginning I didn't think when I told my mom and when I told you and when I told my other best friend Holly and when I told these people that were the closest to me I swore them to secrecy I was like, you cannot tell people this is going to the grave. I'm not breaking up my family. I can't do this. This is not okay. Like that shame and that guilt, right? Mm. Um, so in that moment, I just don't want people to think like, okay, it was it was easy. You know what I mean? Oh no, not- definitely not. No, we're just yeah. celebrating the beautiful love story. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 To let people know that like those it's gonna suck. It's gonna be yeah. hard. And you told me that. You were like, yeah. it's not going to be easy. It's yeah. gonna like, I don't want to say this, but I also have to say this because it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it did. It sucked. It hurt. It was so incredibly difficult, but it was mm-hmm. the, the best thing I've ever done for myself and for my family. Like for my yeah. son, living your authentic, be your authentic self and living your truth and is just such a powerful thing. And um being like I don't know how to describe this but like being yourself and being vulnerable is creating that safe space for other people to do the same thing absolutely oh my god yes so much yes yeah so I love uh, that yeah and I had uh somebody in my life at the time that was 
uh, that was very close to me that was closeted and, and still is. So for me, that was a lot of um, motive, not motivation, but I was like, listen, she's a lot younger than I am. I was like, if I, mm-hmm. if I do this, maybe she will feel safe and feel like yes. it's possible for her to do this, you know? Um, so there was a lot of, a lot of moving parts there, but yeah, it was, I'm just so grateful that I had you and, and my safe place. And, and just to, again, if you don't have that support in your family or your friends or your circle, there are people out there that will love you. Yes. They will be that mom for you. They will be that friend. They will be that community that you need to help you um, be yourself. But also, don't feel pressured to come out when you're not ready. Exactly. Like, do it when you're ready. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, and it'll just flow. And sometimes, like, you know, the right time it might just happen. Like, you know, there, I've heard so many different stories, like some are a slow build. Some it's just, if the words just come out of your mouth, cause you literally can't keep them yep. in anymore. And no matter what your story is, it's still beautiful. It's amazing. It's yours and it's nobody else's. That's right. And yeah, you get to create your, 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 we should all be living our dream lives cause we can oh all have it. Yeah. It's a process, absolutely. It's not easy, but that's just life, you know, the twists and turns of life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And like, and again, another cliche thing that you hear is nothing good. Um, or what is that saying? Actually, I can't even think of it now. Nothing good. Well, I can't even think of it now. Is it about like, like working worth, hard? Yeah, like worth. Or like good things come to those who wait. No, <laughs> like, I can't think of it. Circle back later on that, but. Um, it's it something about like, like anything good is going to be difficult. Like anything yeah, worth having, yeah, yeah. Like, there's going to be struggle in it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, and I firmly believe that. So, yeah, yeah. It, those those feelings, those sitting with those difficult feelings, are very hard. They were hard for me. You know that mm. they were oh, very. Yeah. You know whether it was, and for me, I was like whether I drank to suppress them or whether mm-hmm. um, I covered them up with humor or whatever it was, right? Yeah those feelings were very uncomfortable, but those uncomfortable feelings now, even though they're still difficult, I embrace them more because I'm like, I know what's on the other side of them. Right. Yeah. And I want to say too, I, I, not maybe for every scenario, but the more you sit with discomfort, it does eventually get a little easier. Like you can sit with it and it maybe doesn't consume your entire, like I had moments literally (laughs) where I was like laying on the floor, falling with the saddest music on. Yeah, <laughs> like, just basking in it. Like, yeah. This is the end. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's not saying those things wouldn't happen, but I don't, that's not as extreme as it is now. So. 100% I agree with you. It does get easier. It's it's not going to happen overnight. It's, yeah. It's worth it. And, and for me, um, through that whole process, um, I remember getting the question from people like, why are you doing this? Why are you breaking up your family? Um, and like you were saying, the words just come out and that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I, I knew I made the decision months before I actually came out to my ex. Um, yes. And it was just building up and building up. But I was so scared. I was terrified to my core to say those words because I knew, yeah. what, right? I knew it was going to break his heart. I knew it was going to break up my family. Um, and then so when they happened, I remember my mom was outside and she was um I had come in from yoga and I was trying to find all of these things to bring peace and calm to my heart yoga I love you introduced me to yoga and so I was like that will make me feel better I feel Mm -hmm. very positive and um I came back from yoga and I felt um still a lot of anxiety like that ball in your chest Mm, yeah and I had told my mom months before I told her multiple Mm -hmm. times and about three months before that specific incident, she had said to me, we were playing cards at the table and, uh, she, I had told her that I wasn't going to tell anybody. And then I decided that I was, and I could not live like this anymore. It was literally killing me. It was killing my yeah. soul, my body. And so we were playing cards and I said to her, um, she had shown me a picture of a guy on TikTok. She's like, oh my God, he's so handsome. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's handsome. I don't like men. I said that out loud. It was still weird to say those words. I was like, but he's handsome. Yeah. And she's frustrated, right? Because she was still in her healing process. She yes. was still, like, you know, not comfortable with it. And she, and like I said, she's a totally different person now. Um, yeah. She's, she's come leaps and bounds. But 
at the time she got frustrated and she was like, well, you can never tell that to your ex. And then, so I said to her, so then that was that, that external, you know, guilt, right. It yes. just added onto the internal guilt that I had. And I was like, but I have to. And I remember saying yeah. that. Um, I remember saying those words and her being like, Noah's, my son's room was right off where the table was. And she pointed to it and she said, you're going to ruin his life. You're going to ruin his life. And so um, that was, that was very heavy. So I, oh my so, God. Yes. Uh, so I explained to her, I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, me, not me being in bed all day. Like I went through depression and anxiety. I was medicated, yeah. I was drinking. I was doing so much health could. stuff. Oh my yeah. God. I had a stroke. Like it was just a lot. Yeah. And so I was trying to explain to her, like, this is not fair to him. Like, I am not myself. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. And so um, trying to explain that and um, it was, just, it was really heavy. And so I left that conversation uh, very confused. And mm. a couple nights later is when I went to yoga and I came in the house and she was outside and she was crying when I came back from yoga because she was upset. Understandably, like I, I understand it's confusing, right? For a lot of family members when you're in quotation marks straight your whole life. And I 100% get that. And I was trying to explain that to her. Like, I understand you're confused. You're going to feel all the feels. And I'm here for you um, to work through those. Like, we can work through them together. Uh, and we did. But so I went in the house. And I was visibly upset from that uh, conversation with her. And my ex was standing at the island in the kitchen. And he knew for months, of, months, he knew for years that there was, you know, something not right. Yeah. And so he was standing there. And I just started to cry. And that was the moment for me. And I knew. I knew that was the moment. I was like, I can't. It was yep. like a pressure valve. It was up to here, up to up to my mm-hmm. chin. And I was like, I have to. I have mm-hmm. to tell him. And so he said, is there something going on? Tell me what's wrong. I know there's something wrong. It's been a long time. What is going on with you? Mm-hmm. And so I had my head in my hands and I was crying and I couldn't breathe. And I just said to him, I'm terrified to say the words. I'm scared to tell you. I'm going to tell you, but I'm scared. And so I just said, I'm gay. Um. And that was the hardest night of my life. The hardest night. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of healing after that. And there was a lot of uh, moments where, you know, we talked through it and we figured it out and we're better for it. And I just kept telling people, the only thing I want is peace in my heart. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I just want peace in my heart. I don't want fancy things. I don't want, um, you know, I just want peace. So, uh, yeah. And I have it now. So. Yes. I'm just, I'm very grateful. Of course. Oh my God. Yes. So, so much gratitude. Like that's the beauty of it is like, you know, we can, we live every day in gratitude, but when you are brave and take those steps and make those changes, because changing your life is hard in any way, no matter if it's in your relationships, with your career, with your lifestyle, like it's not, it's not easy to make those shifts. And it's just, I just love these stories of when you know you are so connected into who you are and you're like, you know what? There's literally no more fighting this. Like this has to, this has to be brought to light. And it's just amazing. I wanted to ask too, like through this whole process, like, because I know keeping your mindset strong is not always easy given, especially when there's a lot of external things coming at you. Like, were there any um, books, podcasts, TikTok accounts, anything, anything that helped you with this process? Like, I know you built a really great community on TikTok. Like, I think that did help you a lot. I'm just curious, kind of like, how'd you stay strong in those moments besides leaning on, you know, those safe people that you did have? Yeah. Um, my, and like, we all have our own social media platforms that we love, right? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok mm-hmm. for me, yeah. TikTok for me was a very bright light in a dark mm-hmm. in my life. And I think that at the time I didn't realize how many people were going through something similar. And again, circling back to being yourself and being vulnerable, creating that safe space for people. I felt that a lot from um a few uh tiktok creators that are now like you know like ria and amber that are getting married this summer they ria's story touched me um oh my god they're getting married i remember you yes, telling me this story oh my god they're getting what? married 
week. Yeah. Okay. I'm having flashbacks literally to like yeah. before. Yeah. You followed them for forever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I followed Rhea first and she has an incredible story too, where she didn't have a supportive family. Um, and she is Albanian and she grew up um, kind of in that um, religious household where that was not a thing. So for mm-hmm. me um, connecting with her and we did chat, you know, a little bit uh, back when I first started coming out and she was just so inspiring to me and she found her person. And it's so funny because her and Amber remind me a lot of me and me. So yes. they're, like, they're my favorite. They're so funny and they're perfect for each other. And her mom now loves Amber, like her own daughter. And it's just yes. so funny to look back. But TikTok was 100% where I found that community of people that I still, I have met so many. Now I consider them to be best friends that are a yeah. part of the uh, 2SLGBTQ plus community. And um, it was just a very safe place for me. And uh, I still am. I just love meeting new people through TikTok and um, all social media platforms, but TikTok specifically was a huge Definitely. Oh, yeah. And I feel like you found that community. I'm not saying it would be impossible to find on other platforms, but not in the same way. Like, I feel like that community, it's, it's just different on that platform in a good way, like in the best way possible. I feel people share more. So then you can actually be like, ah, I relate to you this makes sense. That's what I'm going through. Yes. And that's the thing with the for you page on TikTok is that the algorithm is specific to what you like or what you're into or whatever. So as I was going to TikTok and I was seeing these stories and um, I don't remember what month it was, but I think it was either right before or right after Pride. So I was seeing a lot of these Pride stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going through the same thing that I'm going through. Like, this is a thing, like, because you feel isolated, right? When you don't have Mm -hmm. us. So for me, and then I started connecting with people and and talking about it and not feeling as, you know, not feeling that shame as much and that guilt and, and creating those connections. So yeah, it was, it was amazing. I love that. And it just brings me back to the the importance of us as a humankind sharing our stories. Like, of course, there are things you don't, you don't have to share everything. You know what I mean? We're all different. Like there's, you don't have to let everything out, but these particular stories, you know, I just think they're so impactful and they're just so important. For instance, it's exactly like Kelsey just said, without other people sharing their stuff on TikTok, you know, those things help you in your process. So we're all, I say this all the time, but we're all just walking each other home. So, you know, it's just amazing if we can share with everyone and connect ourselves. And that's, I'm just so like, I just love that you're sharing this because that's what I want with this podcast is to help others not feel alone and find someone that they click with or they, they resonate with. They're like, oh my God, you know, and if she could do it, maybe I could do it. Like, yeah. That's the beauty of it, right? Yeah, it really is. And I think that like being closeted is there's a reason why people say being in the closet because you're alone. Mm, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So for being a part of the community and like next on Friday I'm heading to Grand Rapids and going to my very first Pride event. I've never been <laughs> to Pride. So oh my so God. Excited. So exciting. Yeah. And I was talking to B, I was like, I'm like 99.9% chance I'm a ball because I've never <laughs> I never thought I'd be there like as a part of the community and open and, and proud yeah. and, and you with know. your person and like yeah. hold, you know no shame you're gonna like hold her hand make out hug oh. everything and like I mean okay, I do that and also oh for sure <laughs> but to so have fun. it with all that celebration oh my god like I can just yeah the energy is going to be lit like pride and like drag shows things like that literally it's pure joy like um there was a I'm going slightly off topic but there was a a drag show here it was in April and it was um I always say the wrong word I think war on the catwalk is what it was called but it was RuPaul drag race queen performing I love that oh it was you know me how what's that I'm reaching my charger. I'm going to plug this. Oh, yes. No worries. <laughs> but you know how much I love drag. And it's just like one of my favorite things. So I had asked one of my friends here to go. And she said yes so quickly. I just assumed she watched it or knew who they were. Whatever. Like, I just yeah. thought, of course, I'm like, everybody needs to watch this show. But yes. <laughs> so she said yes. And we went. And it was literally like 
all the best energy. I was high on life. It was just everyone was happy and it was love. And she even said that she was like, this is like the best energy I've ever been around. Cause like, and then I went and asked her, Oh, which queen do you like? She's like, Oh, I've never seen it. I've never watched drag before. I was like, what? So it was just cool for me to hear from someone who's never experienced it to feel what I was feeling too. It was cool. Yeah. It's so true. And like, we're just out here living life and loving. Like, that's what we do. Like, that's the energy I feel as part of the community. And that's kind of my whole, like, a part of what was missing in my entire life. Like, it's just where I'm meant to be. I've never been happier. Um, And it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. And drag is, oh my gosh. There's, it's funny, the Pride event that we're going to in Grand Rapids has like three different drag shows throughout the day on Saturday. Who's coming? I'm like, tell me who's coming. I, know. I didn't look at the actual, she sent it to me right before this call. So I don't know actually the queens that are Okay, after we're uh, done, send me but, and I'll be like yeah. freaking out. <laughs> and you know I'll be snapping the whole time. Yes, um, I will die. Like I live for them. It's just uh, like, it's just the best. Like, yeah. It, it, so just living their, their truth, right? Yes. Yeah. And like, living their art and like just even the community itself so accepting and full of love and like do what you want wear what you want work it girl work it queen like yes like yes mama yes (laughs) I know and I feel like a lot of times people are scared to be too much right and the people that don't I love too much (laughs) I also love too much be too much be loud be yourself be authentic vulnerable all of those things um, and so I find that like when with drag, that's what I pull out of that is that they're just being, oh, they're being themselves, they're being loud, they're being yes. amazing. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. I could talk so much about this, but like, even just, I have to say to their stories, that's what gets me. Yes. I'm like, it, I like that show, say what people want about it, but I love it. Cause not only does it feed my creative soul with like the fashion, mm-hmm. the acting, the singing, the modeling, the work, the dancing, everything. But their freaking stories of inspiration and it pulls me right back to what we're doing right here and now. I have been brought to tears. I have been more inspired listening to these queens than I have been listening to anything else. And it just, because it shows you literally you can do what you want in this life. And it, like we said, it's not necessarily an all the way up kind of path. It's going to have hills and valleys, ebbs and flows, but still amazing (laughs) oh my god yeah and that's the thing right like it's just brings such a peace and uh and regardless if you're gay if you're straight doesn't even matter like do things scared like even if you're scared do them anyway follow your heart Mm -hmm. do them scared because that's how you that's how you grow and that's how you bring the people that are meant to be in your life into your circle Um, it's so true so true Oh my God, this was freaking amazing. Do you have oh, any fi- fi- final words of wisdom? You've you've dropped oh. so much on us already, but if you have oh anything my- else you'd like to add, we'd love to hear it. Um, I don't know. I think the, the biggest thing that I can, like the biggest advice that I can offer is just, like I just said, do it scared. And, and there are people out there that will support you and love you. And strangers are just friends that you haven't met yet. So- yeah. If you don't have that support and don't feel safe, um, there are people out there that will love you and support you through it. And I know because I found them and I'm on the other side of it now. Uh, so be yourself, create your own style, be unique, and others will identify with you and feel safe and validated. And that's what it's all about. That's what life's about. So, yeah. Mm, I love that so much. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll get your social medias and stuff before we sign off as well. How can people connect with you if they've resonated with your story today? Yeah. Um, so my biggest platform is probably TikTok. So yeah. it's just K underscore it's decals on TikTok. Uh, and Instagram. Actually, I need to change my Instagram name because it's still my old name. But uh, I think it's updated because it when I, I saw it, I was you did. Yeah. I was like, oh, she changed her Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta it's the same I, I as remember. it's hey it's me Kels. it's that it's the oh, same yes that's right I did change it you're right yes um, so it's hey at me Kels, um at Instagram too and then it's just uh Kelsey LaGrelly on Facebook yeah I'm not super Perfect. yeah I'm not, I don't frequent that much um uh, but TikTok yeah. is probably my biggest yeah 
I feel like most of my guests were all the same. We're like, we don't really use Facebook as much, but yeah. like, it's so funny how that's shifted with time too. But yeah, so I'll be sure as well, if you're listening on or watching, I should say on YouTube, she'll be linked in the description box. If you're listening on podcasts, I'll have it all linked. Her name will be there. It'll also be on my Instagram tag. So if you have any trouble finding her, she'll be tagged everywhere. So there'll be no trouble finding her. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to thank you again so, so much for sharing your story with us today. I know it's a beautiful, emotional, awesome, raw story, and I live for it. And I'm just very appreciative of you in general as a human, but just, I really, really love that you've shared your light with the world today because it's a beautiful light. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I know it was, I was a little nervous, but um, I knew it was going to be amazing with, with you on the other side. You've always been such a huge support and, and encouragement to me. And I just hope that, you know, if anybody's listening that needs um, an ear or need support, just reach out to me and, or Kaylee, she's been the huge you know, <laughs> light in my life. And, uh, you know, that inclusive, um, feeling is, is very important. So reach out anytime. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This was amazing. Oh, uh, what a great celebration of pride month too. I was like, we have to release this in June. It's such a special, special month. So yay pride month. Yay. Your story. And yay for everyone who's joined us today. So thank you, tea drinkers, for bringing your beautiful energy into this podcast. I really feel it. If you're listening, give us a rating. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. That really helps build our community up. And we can reach even more beautiful souls. So that's tea time for today, everybody. And we will see you next time. Bye.